I firmly believe we are in the business of helping people and that we help people also by engaging the people we've helped to help us more. And that's not just for monetary gain, but that's so we can impact a community. We can change lives. We can get people living the life they dream of back to the activities they love, doing what they want to do. Are you a private practice owner looking to get new patient leads on autopilot, freeing up your time to do the things in life you really want to do? I'm Christine Walker, and on this podcast, I share how I've grown my own practice and hundreds of others by generating patients on demand, getting business owners out of the treatment room, taking better care of themselves, and spending more time with their families. If you'd like to chat about how we can get you new patients on autopilot from your website, then visit freewebsitecall.com. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Today, we're talking everything testimonials. Why? Because I find this is such a sticking point for so many clinic owners, whether we're teaching them how to map out their websites or whether we are building it for them. Why is this such a hard thing? Well, I get it, you guys. Asking for testimonials can seem daunting. It can seem scary, even though you've delivered wonderful treatment to lots of people. There is still an art to testimonials. There are some strategies you can use to get more. And you got to remember, first off, why you're doing this all. And that is for the benefit of your practice. Remember, customers are nervous. They're skeptical. They're afraid. They are not sure if they're making a right decision by reaching out to you, by working with you. Heck, some may even come the first visit and still be wondering, did I make the right choice? Well, testimonials are a huge part of your business, of your marketing, of your website in order to help people overcome their doubts, overcome their hesitancies, and help them make the next best decision that's going to be great for their health. I know there are a lot of obstacles to getting testimonials. Today, we're going to talk about five strategies you can use in order to get more testimonials for your clinic, for your marketing, and for helping converting more new patients. Number one, you need to have a testimonial plan. Now, I know I might have lost some of you at number one, but stick with me. I promise there's going to be some more tactical and practical things coming, but none of it matters if you don't organize it into a plan that repeatedly works for you to get testimonials for your business. All of these efforts are worthless if you're just going to do them one off and then forget about it for six months and then be like, oh, maybe I should update these testimonials. Maybe I need some new stories. Maybe I even need some new inspiration or a little bit of confidence for myself that what I'm doing is helping other people. Well, it all starts with having a good plan. Most people, they don't plan out getting testimonials. In fact, they just hope for them or wait for them to happen on a whim and then celebrate when they do but don't really think about what it would take to have more of that success. All I can tell you is in my business, I've found out the whole wait and see model doesn't really work. In fact, you know, in God we trust, but all others need to bring a plan with some numbers. And I feel the same way about testimonials when it comes to that strategy. I need to have a plan. In other words, you need to know exactly when 
you're going to ask for testimonials in your patient lifestyle, exactly where and how you're going to ask for them, and what's the end result you're going to use them for. Now, when you have something like that in play, powerful momentum can build in your business because you're getting good feedback. That's giving you a little a momentum boost. But it's also allowing you to take that feedback and show it to the rest of the world so that they can see what transformations you cause in other people, in patients, and how you help them with their problems. Why I find it's important to have a plan is because there's usually this key piece of information people forget. And that is that most people, even those who have the best intentions and love you very much, they're going to need to be asked more than once for you to successfully get a testimonial out of them. I mean, I bet everybody who's listening to this episode today can tell you about a time they've asked a great client who they know has full confidence in you and your ability and would do anything to help you. And they've asked for a testimonial once and the person said, oh, sure, I'd love to do that when I get home. And what's happened? Well, they forget. And that's normal. A lot of times then I see owners getting so nervous, like, oh, maybe they didn't really like me or... Maybe they didn't. They just said that to be nice. And I don't really want to remind them because that's awkward. Let me just tell you flat out. I guarantee you in the past, you've promised somebody a testimonial that you had every intention of writing and you haven't done it. Me, I probably got a couple out there. So if you're listening to this and you know you've asked me for them, I'm sorry. They are on my list. It happens. And what happens is you need to have a plan to remind people. In other words, it's just not going to happen at all. Okay? So the key strategy I want you to understand about testimonials is you have to have a plan for them. Now, what's an example plan I can give you? Well, guess what? The next three strategies are going to kind of walk you through an example plan. So strategy number one to getting more testimonials is have a plan about getting testimonials and don't just leave it to the whim or the goodwill of others because people are forgetful and even though they love you, they won't always remember to do it. Now, number two is to give you a strategy on when you can start asking for testimonials. And guess what? The first time I usually ask for a testimonial is actually during treatment. If things are going well in somebody's plan of care, and even if they have not even completed their treatment yet, but they're starting to feel better, they're excited, they're saying good things about me already, well, guess what? I will ask for a testimonial at that point. Yes, I've also been known to, if my patients come to one of their appointments and start saying super nice things and how much I've helped them and blah, 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 I'll be like, do you mind just waiting a second? And what I'll either do is I'll bust out a pen and paper and start writing down what they're saying, or if they're willing, I'll ask for permission to bring out my phone and start recording what they're saying. Whether you use it as a video testimonial or not, at least you have it recorded. Or I will ask them right then and there if they're not comfortable with either of those, if they'll go home and write it again for me. There is no reason you can't spend part of your treatment time asking for that testimonial. I've actually had elderly patients who I've sat down with, pulled up their phones and brought it up on their screen so they can fill it out and I can help them with the tech stuff right there in the moment so that then they have a testimonial written or posted straight on Google. There is no qualms in helping people and helping your ideal clients get their testimonial done because a lot of them, you know what, they have goodwill and there's a lot of pride in doing that for you as well. 
they want to feel helpful and that their journey, their story, their pain can also help contribute to somebody else's journey, their process, their healing. So one of the strategies you definitely need to be implementing is to be sure you're asking for testimonials during treatment session and even potentially going as far as having them do it right there with you or have them stay a couple minutes after their appointment and just write it with the help of your admin assistant if you have um, staff in your business. So number one is to have a plan. And number two is to plan a time during your visit to be sure to ask for a testimonial. Number three, well, we've talked about how you're gonna ask once and you're probably not gonna get everybody to respond. And that's why number three comes into play using email automation or just email if you don't have an email automation system in order to ask for testimonials. This may seem complicated. This may seem like you're stepping out of your box, reaching back out to people, maybe who you even even talked to in the last few months, maybe years, maybe they're a past patient. Well, you should have a plan for reaching out to past patients and reaching out to new patients who come onto your email list or just into your business in general. This does not have to be a seriously long email. In fact, it can be really easy. And I put together a super awesome bonus for you from this podcast in order to show you the email I send to both new and current clients asking them for a review. So check that out in the show notes and get that link. Here's the thing though. Some people do better with email. Some people do better with having it written out in front of them. Some people get nervous and need to think about their testimonial. They're just not going to feel comfortable on the spot. So in my private practice, I would have everybody on an automation sequence that when they became a patient, when they had their first eval, about three visits in, I would actually send them an email just being like, hey, how's it going? Like, help me help you. Like, what could, is there anything we could be doing better? Is everything going well? And I'd send that email first because if I got a funny response back or things weren't going as well as I anticipated, guess what? They didn't get the next email, which was going to be asking for a testimonial. But usually with my patients, about four visits in, we they're not fixed by any means. However, they are starting to feel better. They are getting small wins. They might even be out of pain and we're now just getting down to the root cause of the problem. That's a perfect time to ask for a testimonial. And so they would get an automatic email, which, like I said, check out the show notes and I'll give you mine. And it would simply say, hey, you know, a lot of people look for reviews online before making a help decision. If you've had a great experience, do you mind sharing it? Click here. P.S. If you don't have any idea of what to write, here's some questions you can answer to get you started. And then I wrote a series of questions which you can see in my email that I'm giving away in this episode in order to help guide them to actually write a really strong testimonial and not just a, oh, Christine was great. Because to be honest, while those make your ego feel good, they don't really help you market at your practice. Or, oh, she got me better in one visit. Not what I need when I'm trying to grow a business. I can't grow a business off people who think I'll just cure them in one visit. And if I can cure them in one visit, then I should be charging them like a million dollars a visit if I'm that good. So... You want to get the right type of testimonial that you can use in your marketing material, that you can use on your website, that you can use in other emails you send people, that you can tell stories about when you're having people who are skeptical and on the phone and trying to think about whether they want to come in or whether or not they want to pay cash or use their insurance. So make sure you have a system where you're going to send out either manually or automated 
asking for a testimonial when they're in their plan of care and they're starting to get better. This is when people are usually on their high horse because they've been feeling so badly for so long and now you've stepped in, you've guided them on this journey and they're feeling good again. Don't lose that opportunity. So have your plan, pick a visit or when you're going to ask for it in person, a testimonial in person, pick the visit where you're going to send out a request via email. If you start asking in those methods, and asking more than once, you're gonna find a significant bump in your reviews. And for the record, when you're asking an email, there's no reason you can't link it to your Google reviews page and ask for those people to post it straight on Google. That way, you also gain website authority, it's gonna help you with your search engine rankings, it's gonna help people make better decisions when they find you on maps. So that's just a little extra bonus piece that I encourage people to do if they have a Google My Business account ask for people to post it there. Now, let's move on to strategy number four. Number four is to make sure that whenever you're asking, whether you're asking in person, via email, via text, whatever method you reach out, or all of them, because you probably will have to to get some results from people, is you engage their goodwill. Remember I was mentioning earlier, they want to help you. They just get busy and all of a sudden making dinner becomes more important than writing that testimonial they promised. They don't like you any less. It's just their kids are pulling their pants down, screaming they're hungry because they want food and you need to cook dinner. That being said, really engage their goodwill and their willingness to help. So when I ask for testimonials, I clearly explain that a lot of people these days search on the internet before deciding what place to visit. I'll even ask them, did you do that? And they'll be like, yeah, I did. And I'll say, look, we can help so many more people if you can help me. And you can help me by writing another review. And your review could be the thing that changes somebody else's life forever. It could be the thing that helps them get help they've always needed. And do you mind helping me in that way so we can help as many people as possible? And you know what? There is nothing false about that. I firmly believe we are in the business of helping people and that we help people also by engaging the people we've helped to help us more. And that's not just for monetary gain, but that's so we can impact a community. We can change lives. We can get people living the life they dream of, back to the activities they love, doing what they wanna do. So make sure you tell them why you're asking for a review. It's not just purely selfish reasons, cause it's not. And if you are only asking for selfish reasons, I really ask you to question yourself right now and think a little bit more about your business because if you're really only in your business for selfish reasons, I believe that's gonna bite you at some point and that's probably a whole nother discussion. But really reflect on your desires because in the world we're in, it is about helping people and I hope that's coming out in your marketing and in your practice. That being said, I know there's gonna be people who are hesitant who are like, I want to, but we see this a lot in the women's health field because a lot of women are not eager to show their face and admit or even put their name on a testimonial because problems down there usually feel like they need to stay private, okay? That's okay. You need to make sure that you create a safe place for people to share their stories. So that is strategy number five, because a lot of you may not be getting testimonials because people don't feel safe giving them, given the circumstances. And there's so many things you can do. You can leave people's names off. 
Heck, you can let them invent their own pseudoname. You don't have to put a picture. You can put a stock photo or a blank face photo. There are ways to protect people, and I would be willing to do any of those things in order to still let somebody else help with their story because they still have an amazing story to tell, and they probably want to tell it. They just want to tell it under the anonymity. Woo! Finally got that word out. Took me a second. The anonymity <laughs> and not reveal their their identity. Be respectful of that. Be understanding. And it doesn't just have to be for women's health issues. You know, people may want to, um, they may want to just share what they're comfortable sharing. And I ask you to honor that, but still make it possible for them to share. Now, that may mean in certain circumstances, people are not going to put it on Google. They're only going to be willing to email you back privately and tell you which parts you can use and which parts you can't, and if you can say their name, and if you can't, or what problem they had, etc. Be respectful, and don't just tell somebody we can't use it because we don't have all the parts. In other words, if you're in a sensitive field or if you get a lot of pushback around testimonials, I would flat out say when you're reaching out, like, here's some ways we can make it feel more comfortable for you. Would that make it easier for you to write a testimonial and talk about the options that I've just mentioned here? So your five strategies for getting more testimonials for your website, for your business, for your marketing material, for even the stories you need to tell people in the clinic as you're encouraging them that they will get better based on somebody else's story as well. The five things are to have a plan on when you're going to ask people, to utilize asking people via in-person to utilize asking people via email, even in reaching back out to clients who it's been years since you've seen them, to also make sure that you engage their goodwill, let them know why you're asking for this testimonial, and it's not just all for selfish reasons, and then make it safe for them to answer. Now, I'm going to throw in one other little caveat that I hear all the time, especially from newer business owners. It's like, Who do I ask? Like, I'm just starting. Well, don't devalue yourself as a PT and the advice and tips and tricks you've given people along the way. I guarantee you somewhere in your life, you've helped your friend with recover at some point, or maybe it was a relative, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your great aunt across the country. Who have you helped with your skills? Don't undercut even the simplest advice and think, hey, I mean, I just told them to sleep with their pillows differently and to do a couple exercises and they felt better. Okay, if that's what made Aunt Sue, who lives across the country, feel better, great. Ask Aunt Sue for a testimonial. You have still worked with her. There are people out there that will vouch for you and for your help, even when you're just starting out. So for you newbies, that's the tip I've got. Don't overlook the people you've helped in the past in order to get new testimonials for your business that's just starting. Your success for getting testimonials would look like having regular ones come in on a periodic basis. Not something that you have to do this avalanche request once a year and then go update all your marketing material, but just constantly bringing in a steady stream of feedback, both good and bad, so that you know what's going on in your clinic. My challenge to you is to find 
the plan. Start with strategy point number one and decide when am I going to ask every person who's coming through my PT, OT, Cairo, massage therapy practice, even physicians. We have physicians in the PT website secret system. Whatever your profession is, when am I going to ask them? How am I going to ask them? What is my plan? Don't forget, I have an awesome freebie download for you in the show notes. And I'm going to share with you my email, which you can also use when you're asking people in person for feedback um, because it has some awesome questions on there that will help you guide getting testimonials. So be sure to check out my email I send to get more testimonials. And I'll see you next week on Patients On Demand. Thanks so much for listening to Patients On Demand. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you need to do is head over to Apple Podcasts and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want about getting new patients or growing your practice. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram and name. Then listen in to hear your questions answered live, raw and uncut. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of Patients on Demand.